What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Action Academy podcast, the show that helps you get rich, happy, successful, and free, you guessed it, with a capital F in your life and business. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to cover an Action Academy update, the power of a clearly articulated vision, and why being good instead of great is costing you and your business millions and millions of dollars. And even if you don't currently have your own business yet and you're looking to build your own business later down the line, listening to today's episode will give you a massive head start over people that do not listen to this podcast. So buckle up, sit tight, let's get to work. As always, if you get any value from this show or any value from this podcast overall, please share this episode or share this podcast with one to three people that you think would get value from it. That is how we grow the show. We don't do ads. We grow organically through word of mouth. So it all is dependent on you guys. So I'm currently recording today's episode on Monday, September 4th, which is Labor Day. And this time, this exact day last year, I was in Amsterdam and I still had my rental properties. I still had my podcast affiliate. So what I was doing for people that are new to the show is I was promoting other coaches, other services, other businesses throughout the podcast. And I made $167,000 throughout 2022 on top of my real estate, which was the kick that I needed to be able to get out of my job. So at this time last year, I was trying to figure out what my purpose was and what I was supposed to do next because doing the podcast was fun, but I really needed something to focus on and to pour all my energy, attention, and effort into. And I couldn't quite figure it out yet. And it wasn't until a month later in October that I decided to grow the Action Academy business, like the actual community in the back end of the podcast. So for those that are longtime listeners to the show, you guys remember this time last year, I did a free offer, which is I offered to coach everybody for free for 15 minutes. And so I had 600 of you apply and I did 100 coaching calls for free for 20 minutes. And that created the course and I made a course and then I launched that. And then afterwards, that eventually became the mastermind, the community. So long story short, I think online courses are dying And as time progresses over the next three to five years, everyone will be pivoting to community because courses are just more information. And that's not the answer to what people need anymore. You know, we don't need more information. This we're already overloaded with it on the podcasts and through the webinars and these courses and all these books. And it's just, you really need people. Like people have always been the answer. So long story short, In October of last year, I created the idea for the Action Academy uh, business. And so then we launched officially in January. And as I'm recording this episode today on the 4th, one year later, tomorrow I fly out to Costa Rica where we spent $76,000 on a weekend event where we're doing our first in-person Action Academy event. And we have like 42 people coming and we booked out two beachfront mansions in Costa Rica and we've got this waterfall hike, this uh, surf classes, like private chefs and flying speakers in. It's so surreal and it's so cool. And this is, I think, 90% of the people coming. It's going to be their first ever in-person event, their first ever mastermind. And so we all know each other through the community, through the group. And it's going to be our first time meeting each other in person and even including me and the rest of the Action Academy team. So it's really surreal to think back a year ago uh, versus today. And for you guys to not only hear me talk about the power of vision, but for me to document it every single day from this time last year. Like I even talked about, here's my idea for what this is going to be. Here's how I'm doing this. Here's what obstacles I'm running into. Here's what's working. And now here we are able to do this $100,000 event almost with zero marketing, zero paid ads, zero promotion, solely internal within our community. 
And so it's really cool. And I have a lot of gratitude for that. So I just kind of wanted to share that publicly on the show because I think it's important to share these milestones. And this event is going to be insane. And now that it's almost time for us to board the flights, we did a survey and we have realized that we have over $200 million of collective net worth that is going to be in these two houses in Costa Rica over the weekend. So because of this, and because it's going to be so many people's first ever experience with a mastermind event, I am going all in on making sure this is the most perfect event ever. Our team, Caitlin, Brandon, Nick, we've been working nonstop around the clock, every single detail to how people enter the rooms, how people enter the houses, how people are greeted, what events do we have? What discussions do we have? What order are the speakers in? Where are people sitting? Where are people sleeping? Who is rooming with who? Uh, Who is going to be sitting with who on the bus ride to the volcano that we're going to hike? Every single thing is planned out. If it rains, do we have ponchos? Do we have umbrellas? Do we have transportation for everyone? What is the best food that we could possibly get? Who's the best private chef we could hire from Italy to come down? We have spared no expense and there has been no stone left unturned. And I can proudly say that we gave it our all. So are things going to go wrong? Of course they are. It's the nature of the beast with these events. But the reason behind me telling you guys this isn't for me to market the event to you because it's already closed. It's already done. We're all flying out tomorrow. The reason I'm saying this is because good is not good enough for this event. It's not enough for this to be a 7 out of 10 or an 8 out of 10. Our standard is a 9 or a 10 out of 10. That's it. Anything beneath that is a failure because good is no longer good enough. And being just good in your business is going to cost you millions and millions of dollars. So let's get into the topic of today's show. Just last week, I met two entrepreneurs that prompted this idea, prompted this show, and completely changed my idea about how I operate my business. The first entrepreneur I met was Ali Webb, who is the founder of Drybar. And Drybar is a very popular hair salon uh, that specializes in blowouts. For my homies listening, I know I don't know what a blowout is, and you probably don't either, but it's a special thing that you do with your hair. And any girls that are listening will know what this is. Anyways, the moral of the story, uh, Ali is a badass, and she built Drybar up to 150 locations and exited for a cool $225 million check in her pocket. Now, what's cool about this story is Allie was not a born and bred entrepreneur. She was just really into the worlds of salon style and fashion. And it was her passion for over a decade. She spent interning and working for the best people. She dropped out of college and she was working under the best stylists in Miami. So when we talk about passionate income, this is what we're talking about. Sometimes it could be a skill set or it could be an industry that you're already a part of and just build a business adjacent to this passion, which is what she did. She started with the passion, built the business on the back end. With her hair personally, she hated getting blowouts because they were so expensive and they took so much time. So what she ended up doing was getting really good at doing them herself. And she made a offer to a bunch of mom Facebook groups where she posted and said, hey, I'll literally drive to your house while your kids are asleep. I'll give you a blowout for $40, which was insanely cheap. And so, so many thousands of people took her up on this offer that she had to build a business around it, aka passionate income. I interviewed Allie on my podcast for over an hour, and that will release in November when her book releases. So sit tight, be patient for that. But the moral of the story is when she went down to create her salons, she was obsessed over every single detail that she hated about in her salons that she went to as a client. So she was obsessed with the colors, the scents, the coasters, the names of the services, the lighting, every single small intricate detail she changed and controlled to make her salons 
a 10 out of 10 experience that would blow every single other salon out of the water for her clients. So she led with excellence. Her standard was 10 out of 10, nothing less. And so this was her zone of genius. She knew this. She knew nothing about business. So luckily, her brother knew stuff about business because he'd started a business already. So they went 50-50 in on this business and created Dry Bar. He was the business and she was the art. She was the face. And because she was great, she got rewarded with an exit in a $225 million check. Now, Example two, this was on Tuesday of last week. On Thursday of last week, I got an invite from my buddy Logan Rankin to come fly out to Wisconsin, Calcana, Wisconsin, which I didn't know existed, if I'm even pronouncing that correctly. It's just 20 minutes south of Green Bay. And he invited me to come do a live in-person podcast and day filming content so I could tour his property management company and check out what he does on a day-to-day and meet him in person for the first time. So Logan is a fan favorite on this podcast. If you guys haven't listened to his previous episode, I'll link it in the show description. Before a year ago when I interviewed him, he was taking home $500,000 a month. And I think he had 1,900 units that he owned 100% himself. Now that number has grown to over 3,000 units that he owns personally. He has 119 people working for him. He's taking home almost a million dollars, 997,000 take home each month now, net. (laughs) And basically, if he does nothing new and just does what he's doing, he'll be a billionaire by the time he's in his 40s. So he's 34 right now. So long story short, I took my happy ass to Wisconsin, and that was the only thing that could really get me to go, willingly. So I flew out to Wisconsin on a Thursday to simply meet with him for five hours. And when I toured his office, it wasn't the three hours of content in three hours of one-on-one conversation with him that changed my life and that changed my business. It wasn't his spreadsheets. It wasn't his presentation that he gave to the bank. It wasn't going over his cash flow statements. It was one singular interaction that he had with his front desk staff that changed my life. Here's what happened. I pull up in my Uber to his office about 7.45 in the morning. I've got my coffee in hand. I knock on the front door. He answers. He's got his coffee. He's excited. I'm excited. We're buddies for a year now. We finally are meeting. He takes me around his office and he's touring me around it, showing me all the offices, all the different people that are already there. And they open at eight o'clock. So I've got about a 15 minute window before like the madness starts happening where I can really start to meet people and have that opportunity. So we meet his president of construction, we meet his president of his property management company, we meet all these key people. And at the very last bit of introductions, we go to the front desk. And there are two women sitting here. They've got amazing positive vibes. We'll call them Amy and Nicole. Logan points to Amy and says, good morning, Amy. How are you? Tell Brian your numbers. What do you work on? Guys, Amy lights up like a freaking lighthouse. She's so excited to tell me what she's working on. And she goes, oh my God. So what I do is we work on the ring rate. I go, what's the ring rate? She goes, so in property management, most property management companies are notorious for not answering the phone. And it's very difficult to get people on the phone. So for us, we try to answer every single call on the second ring. And that's how we establish our ring rate. What percent of calls are we answering on the second ring or better? And then she said, out of 1,017 calls we got last week, we got about 97% of them on the ring rate. So our goal is 95% and we beat it. And so she was really excited about it. And he goes, Nicole, what are you working on? And Nicole, with the same energy, goes, oh my God. So before, to get a new tenant moved in, the entire process took about two hours, 17 minutes. We have gotten that down to about 38 minutes. And that's all I focus on, is making that experience as smooth as humanly possible. And then she went on to tell me three to five ways that that impacted the business at large. So you have two women at the front desk that are both super excited to be there. And I walked away from this going, what the hell was that? Out of everything, out of all the numbers, all the different presidents I met, that 
impressed me the most. How many times have you guys seen somebody that was happy to be at reception, let alone exceptional at it? Like they were not only proud and excited to be there, but they knew exactly what they were working on and exactly what their focus was. And you never see that, especially in property management, especially in real estate. And so later I asked Logan, how did that happen? How did you build that? And he goes, every single position in my company only focuses on two to three key metrics that we track weekly. So every single position has a scorecard, a ranking, and a rating that the entire company can see every single week. And it's a giant competition to be at the top of that leaderboard. And I said, holy shit, this is what great looks like. So if you guys ever have an opportunity to go to someone that's operating at an exceptionally high level, like a top 1% level, and tour their office, it's things like this that you don't hear about on the podcasts, that you don't hear about in the YouTube videos. It was just so massively exceptional. And so I continue asking them, okay, can you give some more examples of positions and what their metrics look like? Because now as a business owner myself, I'm like, how can I implement this in my team and my business? And he goes, sure, my service techs. We do all of our property management in-house and we have a very robust certification and reward program for our service techs because that is the main indicator of a tenant staying or leaving. And we want to reduce churn as much as humanly possible. So their KPIs were the customer review score and how fast they were able to solve a service issue. So their metric was 48 hours. The service ticket has to be resolved within 48 hours. And if a certain percentage of tickets are resolved within 48 hours each and every week, they get a bonus on their pay. Same thing with the front desk, same thing with every single position in the company. The metrics that Logan wants in his company, he ties compensation to directly. So every single week, there's a scorecard so people know when they're winning, when they're losing, and when they're killing the competition. And they get compensated based off of that. And I was just like, why does this not exist? Why is this the exception and not the normal standard? And then I thought back to my business. And I was like, holy shit, how can I make this? So now we're completely restructuring the business. And I'm saying, okay, we already have our core team. Let's work together to determine what are your metrics? Like, what do you want to focus on? And so now we're deciding that for me, it's sales and marketing. And for Caitlin, it's engagement. So her one thing that she's focusing on is member engagement. Can we have 70% or greater group engagement each and every week. And that's one of them. So every single person in your business, if you're not operating at this level right now, you need to. I think a great book on this is Traction by Gino Wickman. Like operating the EOS system is basically this to a T. So let's land the plane here. We can all agree that in the economic cycles and in the real estate cycles, things are most likely going to get worse before they get better over the next couple of years. More real estate is going to default. More companies are going to go under. More syndications are going to go bankrupt and probably have SEC violations filed against them. The tide is going to go out and we're going to see a lot of people swimming naked. And a lot of these people will be good companies, like decent companies, people that were doing things by the book, kind of standard quo. And I just don't think that's enough to make it anymore. You need to be exceptional. You need to stand out. You need to be 10 out of 10. You need to be world-class. You need to be so good that they can't ignore you, which is a great, great book by Cal Newport. So whatever you're doing, whatever you're building, whatever you're running, how can you go from good to great? How can you be 1% better each and every day? How can you take this episode and go apply it to your team today? Look at your team. Do an inventory. Does each person know what winning looks like? Is it clearly defined? Do you know what winning looks like for you as the CEO that's running the company? Like, what are you working on? 
Or are you just being an air quotes visionary and just winging it? You know, just waiting for the next spurt of innovation. That's guilty, right? There's just no more room anymore for the middle of the road. If you're in the middle of the pack, you're going to compete on price until you're priced down all the way to the bottom. So it's just like crabs in a bucket. You're going to draw yourself all the way down to the bottom of the bucket. Whereas if you're the best, you have access to the best customers, the best relationships, and the best margin. So I hope you all enjoyed today's show. If you did, go in the show description and check out Logan Rankin's old episode. His new episode that I recorded with him live at his office will play tomorrow. So you guys will have access to that. And if you're listening to this right now, I'm in Costa Rica. So I will be posting a lot of content there. If you don't follow me already, go to at Brian Lubin on any social media and I'm there. If you see what we're doing, you like it and you want to be a part of it, go in the show description. And there's also a link to book a call to see if it's going to be a good fit. So rock and roll. Talk soon, guys. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it, so I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.